Welcome to Your DIY Health here on the Truth Frequency Radio Network. It is Tuesday, December 21st, 2021, and I'm your host, Sergeant Jim Ram, retired. You can call me Sarge, and we're just going to clog along here. Keep in mind that uh, this, uh, hmm, I can't even remember what I was going to (laughs) say. I'm still waking up. Uh, This program is meant to present nutritional information only and is in no way meant to replace the advice of a competent medical professional, assuming you can find one. I'm not a doctor, and that's a good thing. In my opinion, the doctors most people go to see when they have a health issue, MDs, are wrapped around the axle of their training. Unfortunately, their training is in drugs and surgery, and it doesn't equip them to treat the over 900 chronic health issues that are proven to be a result of a nutritional deficiency. I'm simply someone who's been studying under the tutelage of one of, if not the top nutritional authorities in the world, Dr. Joel Wallach. Now, I don't treat diseases. I don't even treat people. I simply advise people how to give their bodies the raw materials they need to support and maintain good health. And when the body has what it needs, it'll fix itself. The body wants to fix itself. The body knows how to fix itself. It has a God-given innate ability to do so. The only thing that's missing is the raw materials. And when you put those back into the mix, stand back and wait to be amazed because your body's going to do some really cool stuff. Now you can visit my website at yourdiyhealth.com. That's Y-O-U-R-D-I-Y, like do-it-yourself, health, H-E-A-L-T-H, yourdiyhealth.com. We also have a sister site, yourdiywealth.com, and we encourage you to check that out. Uh, when you get there, hit the uh, Hyper Fund or Hyperverse tab. There's some videos there that explain the program, and it will literally change your life. Uh, it's absolutely amazing. Uh, I've been involved with it since uh, May of this year, and the results that I have seen have just been nothing short of phenomenal. And this is just the tip of the iceberg. It's going to get better and better and better as time goes on. And if you're looking for a way to um, extricate yourself from the central banking system, I have not found a better way to do it than Hyperverse. Uh, Just absolutely amazing. But I encourage you to check out the uh, videos and uh, contact me if you have any questions. Be happy to help you with those. And uh, just... uh, Look at it with an open mind, and I think you'll find out some really interesting stuff. Anyway, that's all I want to say about that for now, but uh, check it out. And while you're on the uh, Your DIY Health website, just you know, have fun there, too. There's tons of information. All the products we talk about are there. If you have any questions about anything there, you can hit the Contact Me button, and it gives you the option of sending an email or calling and leaving a message. Either way, we'll get back with you as quick as we can, usually within a few hours, and we'll do everything we can to uh, get your questions answered and help get you on the right track. 
And uh, let's see, while you're there, make sure you hit the radio shows tab. And at the top of the page, you'll see the link to our archive page set up through castbox.fm. Got over 700 shows there that are all uh, uh, shareable via email and social media. Uh, they're all annotated as what we talked about and that kind of thing, general nature. And uh, just have fun with it. And if you scroll down a little further, you'll see the information about the shows we do, when they're on, and how you listen. I still haven't gotten around to updating the thing, so it shows that we are doing a live show on Tuesday uh, here now. Uh, this is the, I guess, officially the second one. We would have had, would be number three, but there were some issues last week with the uh, server acting up. So uh, that was a replay. But uh, we started as of the first Tuesday in December, and we're going to see how things go. But so far, so good. And we'll just keep plugging along. But uh, anyway, and you scroll down a little further, you'll also see the uh, link to the Facebook page set up for the show, as well as the Telegram channel. And that's where most things go on now, because Telegram isn't a censorship agency like Facebook. And I can post the truth without um, having fear of getting locked up in Facebook jail. I've spent about eight months out of this year in Facebook jails, and when I finally got out this last time, uh, I guess I have been, uh, uh, what's the word? <laughs> I can't even think of it anymore, um, but uh, I just, the only thing I post there is links to, you know, replays and the occasional odd thing, but uh, I'm just not worried about it that much. <laughs> At all anymore, you know, like I said, everything good goes up on Telegram. So have fun with that, and just keep in mind the topics, success, and opinions mentioned on the show are those of the host and or guests, and uh, don't, don't necessarily represent the opinions of the Truth Frequency Radio Network, its owners or sponsors, or any of the alphabet agencies out there listening in. Nothing we say in the show should be construed as an attempt to diagnose, treat, or cure any kind of a health issue. It's all here for your education and entertainment purposes only, so that as a responsible adult, you can use this show as a jumping off point to do your own research and due diligence to make sure that what you're doing and what you're trying is right for you. Now, normally, <laughs> uh, for quite some time, you know, we've been talking just about COVID, 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 COVID. And I thought, why not today do something a little bit different, at least starting out? I'm sure we'll end up on COVID before too long because it's just, you know, it is literally dominating everything that's going on now. And, uh, but, uh, I wanted to talk about the golden years, you know, those years after you retire from years and years and years of working for someone else to make somebody else rich, AKA plug for hyperverse. <laughs> um, you basically retire, you get the gold watch and the boot in the butt, whatever the case might be. And then you're going to live the good life on usually 40 to 60% of what you couldn't live on, you know, when you were working full-time. And on top of that, you expect to be healthy and have the ability not only financially but now physically to do the things you want to do. And unfortunately, many, 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 many people have found that that's not necessarily what happens. And it's a, a, in large part due to the fact that from cradle to, well, not yet grave, but from, you know, since they were, you know, born, 
they have been hooked and hitched to the allopathic medical model dominated by the MD, the medical deity, the mad dog, <laughs> the misdirected deviant, uh, whatever you want to call them. And unfortunately, they have been, instead of curing people of diseases and illnesses and whatnot, they have been managing them. Because in the mind of the MD, there is no cure. There is only management. We don't know what causes the illnesses, and we don't know what stops them or makes them go away, or using the big C word, cures them. All they know is which drugs to administer to manage the illness. And that's really, especially the so-called age-related illnesses like type 2 diabetes, uh, high blood pressure, uh, or hypertension, or macular degeneration. And of course, you have age-related macular degeneration, they call it, um, AMD. And all these other things that they claim are age-related, when in fact they are not. That's right. Age-related disease has absolutely nothing to do with age. It has everything to do with nutrient deficiency. And to prove that fact, let's take a look at type 2 diabetes. You know, it, it used to be called adult onset diabetes. You also, there were, you had two types. You had type 1, type 2. Type 1 was called juvenile onset because type 1 was caused by a nutrient deficiency in mom when she was pregnant with baby. And she didn't have the raw materials necessary to make a healthy pancreas in the baby. And therefore, the baby was born with the inability to produce insulin. So the glucose management system that should normally be there functioning properly in a normal child was now missing. And they discovered that very, very quickly because the child started having all kinds of issues and they do some tests and say, hey, this kid's went way too high A1C or blood sugar level. And as a result, the child is basically relegated to a life of testing and injecting, testing and injecting, testing and injecting. And that's basically what happens. They have to keep, keep an eye on their uh, blood glucose level and inject insulin at the right times to make sure everything is managed properly. And again, it's caused by a nutrient deficiency in the pregnant mother who didn't have the stuff she needed to make a healthy, all, you know, put all the parts on the baby. It's just like a, a car going down the assembly line. If the guy that installs the headlights runs to the bathroom, and the car comes by and nobody puts the headlights on, you know, you get to the end of the line, you got a car that works okay, but you can't drive it after dark, you know? Um, and that's what you have when you're dealing with birth defects. They're not genetic, as doctors would tell you. They are caused by nutrient deficiencies in the pregnant mother, as is so-called infertility when you uh, miscarry on a regular basis. It's because your body has wisdom and it knows that you don't have the nutrition necessary to produce a healthy offspring. And as a result, it won't let you carry it to term because you would have a woefully damaged child. And although it does happen sometimes, it's not a pretty sight. 
But anyway, um, dealing with type 2 diabetes or adult onset, which is what it used to be called, but they can't do that anymore. Because now we are seeing adult onset or type 2 diabetes in children as young as 8 and 10 years old. Now, normally, back in the good old days when I was a kid, <laughs> you know, we still got some nutrition in the food that we ate, which is not the case much anymore. So these so-called adult onset diseases are hitting home and developing and manifesting themselves much, much earlier than they did 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago. You know, when I was a kid, you would not see a type 2 diabetic who wasn't at least 45 years old. Because up to that point, you had enough nutrition to keep things working properly. But as time went on, you, you drained your nutrition tank through daily activities, sports, whatever the case might be. Sweating is one of the worst things you can do for your nutrition levels because everything that comes out in sweat is not just salt and water. It's, all, it's a soup of all the nutrients that you need to stay healthy. And if you're not replacing those things in the same, you know, faster, at least as fast, if not faster than they come out, guess what? You got a problem. That's why a couch potato will live to be 75, 80 years old, and an athlete will die at 62 because they sweated all, all their nutrients where a couch potato does everything they can. They don't blink an eye because they're afraid it might make them sweat. And there's a big difference there. So, um, you know, that's what's going on here with the golden years. You know, you reach that point where all of a sudden you find yourself to be dependent on a boatload of prescription drugs, pharmaceutical medications. You got one for hypertension, one for, you know, high blood sugar, one for um, macular degeneration. Uh, you got you know a whole list of things, and then you got a couple more to deal with the side effects of all those other drugs. It's just an absolute insane proposition, and that can have a major effect on what you're able to do during your golden years after you've retired. You've spent your uh, your working life making someone else wealthy, generally speaking. And then you're going to retire and live the good life. But, well, you can't go too far from home because your home pharmacy has to be able to refill your prescriptions on a regular basis. Because if you don't have your prescriptions, then you got a problem. And here I'm, you know, one of the things I'm looking at doing in the next couple of years is getting a, a sailing catamaran and sailing around the world. You know, if you're at sea for weeks, maybe months at a time and you have drugs that you have to procure uh, that, you know, you run out of, you have to get more of, and, you know, good heavens, you know, am I going to be able to get what I need in a foreign country, especially in today's day and age? You know, that could wreak havoc on, you know, if I was dependent on drugs, I wouldn't be able to do that. I'm 64 years old, and I don't take a single pharmaceutical medication anywhere. The last thing I took was Prilosec, which was 
given me by my idiot doctor who thought that I wasn't making enough stomach acid or I was making too much on the other, excuse me. And, uh, you know, she had it totally wrong. You know, wonderful lady, very nice, really liked her, but clueless when it came to what caused gastric reflux. <laughs> and it wasn't until I got a hold of uh, Dr. Wallach and his teachings that I found out the truth and fixed the problem myself. And now I don't have a gastric reflux anymore. I also really had my really, really high blood pressure. Now, had I done what she wanted me to do, and gotten on pharmaceutical drugs, probably within, um, oh goodness, within two years, two to five years, I would have been a type 2 diabetic. Morning Unplugged, by the way, the uh, transfer went through, so everything is good there. We'll talk after the uh, show's over. And uh, yeah, if your wife's type 2 diabetic, basically, you know, it's a nutritional issue, and we have had wonderful luck. Um, it's not really luck. I mean, you, you, there's a recipe. You follow the recipe, you get the result. And, you know, we've been able to take people that were type 2 doc, you know, diabetics that were insulin dependent, and within uh, two to three months on average, they're a former diabetic. And it's not, we're not treating any kind of an illness. We're simply giving the body what it needs to maintain proper blood glucose levels. Simple as that. And, and with type 2 diabetes, what's going on is the cell walls are taking on the consistency of cardboard. If you remember from your fourth grade science classes, uh, your cell walls are supposed to be what's known as a semi-permeable membrane. And with the, um, when you have uh, blood, you know, glucose in your bloodstream, uh, basically the right amount of insulin opens up the pathways so that the, uh, uh, glucose can pass through the cell wall into the cell where it's metabolized and turned into energy and gotten out of the bloodstream where it can wreak havoc if you don't deal with it. And unfortunately, when you don't have the right nutrition to maintain a healthy cell wall, you can't get the glucose from the blood through the cell wall into the cell where it can be metabolized. And that's when you end up with what we call adult onset or type 2 diabetes. And simply giving the right nutrition and starting out by avoiding the bad stuff, you know, you cut sugar out of the diet as much as possible for the first couple of months just to make sure that you're not, you know, driving down the road with one foot on the gas and one foot on the brake, basically, is what it boils down to. So you don't make the body work so hard until things are working the way they're supposed to again. Then you can slowly and gradually add the glucose-containing things back into the diet. But at that point, it's a good good idea to, hey, maybe we should research things and do them a little bit differently. But, um, you know... The key is simply giving the proper nutrition, which helps those cell walls function the way they're supposed to. And what people don't realize is, you know, you have people that lose limbs, you know, have feet amputated, uh, go blind, and they think it's from the excess sugar, when in fact it's actually from the excess uh, 
um, uh, insulin. And the truth be known, the average type 2 diabetic is producing up to 10 times more insulin than does an average person who is not diabetic. It's not that you're not producing enough insulin. It's just that the cell walls are not, you know, those pathways are not opening up to allow the glucose from the blood into the cells where it can be uh, metabolized. And it's a simple matter of giving, putting the nutrition back in so that those cell walls function the way they're supposed to. But what doctors do is they will, you know, first they'll try metformin, which is toxic. And when that's not enough, then they'll start doing injectable insulin. So they're even adding in more and more and more insulin, which is what's causing the problem with the uh, gangrenous limbs and blindness and all the other things. Instead of giving the nutrition that is lacking to build up the proper cells in the cell walls and uh, open up the pathways again. And basically what they're doing is they're just trying to kick the door down. They're putting so much insulin in there that it will finally open up the pathways and allow the sugar in to, to be metabolized. Trouble is, it's wreaking havoc in the meantime, and it's creating a system that's just it's a never-ending situation where the longer you go, the more of this stuff you need. It gets worse and worse and worse and worse because you're constantly depleting your nutrition tank even more so. So you're never going to get any better. But when you turn things around, you get off the bad foods, you get on the right supplements, and in no time at all, you can become a former diabetic. Uh, Doc Wallach tells a story of a guy who owned one of the largest testing labs in the country and was a type 2 diabetic and just, you know, had tried everything under the sun to get straightened out. And his A1C was off the charts. His daily glucose level was in the 300 range or higher. Just unbelievable. And he approached Doc one time. He heard about what, you know, Doc was doing and what he said about diabetes. And he says, I'll tell you what, I'll give you 90 days to get me to normal. And if you do, I will be your best buddy in the world. I'll fly around on my corporate jet. I'll show up unannounced from time to time at your meetings and give testimonies and all this stuff. But if you don't, then I will dog you everywhere you go <laughs> and just make your life miserable. Doc says, okay, let's do it. He says he was really caught off guard when he didn't even think about it. But Wallach, is, he knows what he knows. And within 90 days, that guy was normal. And uh, it's a simple matter of, you know, you do this, 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 and this, and this is the result you're going to get. Now, of course, there, you know, sometimes it takes a little longer with one person than it might with another. You know, the, the, the interesting thing about people is we're all alike in some regards and we're all very different in others. You know, our bodies function pretty much the same way. So that makes us alike. And that's why you can tell, you know, what causes one particular illness in one person will pretty much cause the same illness in somebody else. However, you know, we're different in the fact that we've each been able to do different things over our, the years and we've been able to screw ourselves up big time. And because of that, 
we may very well end up in a situation where it takes a little longer for something to work for me than it does for somebody else or vice versa. And then there's also the thing, the human component of all these things. And that's why we can't necessarily give guarantees. You know, can you guarantee me that if I do this, then, you know, it'll work. I can't guarantee it because there's one variable in the equation that I can't control. And that's you, the person. If I could stand there and and follow you 24-7 and make sure that you did what you were supposed to do, that you cut out the bad foods, that you gave yourself the nutritional supplements that you needed when you needed in the right amounts, then I might be able to guarantee results. But just because someone says, well, I tried that stuff and it didn't work, and then I go over to their house and everything they got is still sealed in the packages from the factory, never opened, never used, and they complain that the stuff didn't work, and I literally have had people like that. <laughs> they get all excited when they hear you talk. They say, okay, you know, and they order a whole bunch of stuff, and they never open it. They never use it. But they'll sit there and complain that it didn't work. I literally have people like that. So that's that's the problem. You have to have a situation where, you know, you can if you could control the human component of it, yeah, we could we could do guarantees, but because the human issue is the biggest one of all, you get someone who doesn't do it right. Or you know, I have I have people who love the information, they love the products, and they get some results, but because they're not consistent, they don't get the results they would really like to have, and they're capable of having. But it's their fault. It's no fault of the products. You know, if you take this stuff properly, if you do what you're supposed to do, you're going to get results, period. But if you don't, it's not the fault of the product. It's your fault. And you got to look at the mirror. So, you know, that's something that we're going to talk about here a little bit more on the other side of the break. Stick with us, and we'll be back in three minutes with the next segment of today's edition of Your DIY Health here on the Truth Frequency Radio Network. We'll be right back. Cancer research, the biggest revenue. They make all those billions lying to me and you. The same folks that brought you this toxic sewer are now going to bring us all a cure. Somehow I just don't think so. Now the IRS gets billions from people like you and me. Then Medicare pumps it back to the drug lords, don't you? And welcome back to the second segment of today's edition of Your DIY Health here on the Truth Frequency Radio Network. And before the break, we were talking about the golden years, and then we had slipped into a conversation about uh, type 2 diabetes as as an example of some of the things people run into when they're not expecting it. And uh, we got some questions in the chat room. Um, uh, Unplugged is talking about... uh, 
his uh, his wife and the situation that she's uh, in. She's been type two diabetic for a number of years and doing meds and stuff. Basically, the neat thing about type two diabetes is the doctors have already empowered the patients basically to adjust their medications based on their daily uh, glucose readings. So that's basically what you would end up doing. Um, you get on the supplements, you cut out all forms of sugar, especially uh, starchy carbohydrates, bread and grains and things like that. Believe it or not, a piece of white bread will boost your blood sugar higher and faster than it than just sticking a teaspoon of sugar in your mouth. Believe it or not, and that's uh, that comes from Dr. Uh, Joanne uh, Conaway, who's a good friend of mine uh, and been involved with this stuff with Dr. Wallach for years and years and years. And um, but the uh, the interesting thing is, number one, is getting them to stop all the all forms of sugar as much as humanly possible. Like I said, until you get things going in the right direction, you don't want to constantly be taxing the system with more and more of this stuff. So the better job you do at managing the intake of glucose, the easier it will be then to adjust everything else. And that's where the problem comes because you got people out there that just don't want to do what they need to do. Uh, I know people that you know, they were doing everything in the world to feed cancer. And when they got cancer, they, they I don't care. You know, you got to die from something is the excuse they use. I said, yeah, but you don't have to die this young. And why not die in an old age in your sleep, you know, years from now? Why do self-inflicted stuff? Of course, with what's going on in the world today, you know, <laughs> some people are more in a hurry to get out of here, which I, I can kind of understand because I don't like what's coming down the pike. And if I had, you know, anyway, that's a different story. But, uh, you know, first and foremost, getting on, getting off the bad foods. And again, that list is available free on the website under the Trinity of Health tab. There is a uh, PDF you can download free of charge that has the list of the good foods and bad foods on it. And then there's also a about a 20-minute long video by Dr. Peter Glidden explaining why each of those foods is bad. And they don't really it doesn't really go into glucose per se because it's it's a general list that all these things are things that we should be avoiding regardless. But um I'll have to do a little digging and see if I can find uh, if if um uh <laughs> can she use honey <laughs> you know what honey is <laughs> it's it's just pure sugar <laughs> so i would not do anything you know it, if you have to use something then it's one of the better things but it's still sugar what would be better would be stevia some people call it stevia it's s-t-e-v-i-a it's actually pronounced stevia and it comes from the um, plant that uh, that is originally uh, native to Paraguay, and uh, it is a natural sweetener, very sweet, and it also has uh, healthy aspects to it. It was brought to this country years ago by a guy named James May, and the best uh, brand that I have seen is called Sweet Leaf, and there are more and more just regular grocery stores that are carrying it now. 
But most health food stores, at the very least, and easily online, you can find sweet leaf stevia. And it comes in liquid uh, drops. Uh, it also comes in a granulated form, like, you know, if you want to use for producing things. But the best thing to do is just to get out of the habit of wanting everything to be sweetened. And that can be done, you know, and uh, Stevia is a great product. And like I said, the uh, the best tasting and the best that works for you really is the Sweet Leaf brand. Um, and that's the brand that James May has created. And it really is a, a good product. I have the stuff uh, that I've used. I actually had a friend that used to come over for lunch every Friday and he was, uh, had blood sugar issues. So that's what he'd put in his coffee and that kind of thing. Um, I don't use sugar very often. Uh, I stay away from it just because I'm not into sweet things per se. Uh, I avoid, you know, this time of year, I avoid all the cookies and all that kind of junk because those things are just, <laughs> There's no good reason for them. <laughs> and I just avoid the stuff. Um, but the key, and it's always the key, is, you know, if you got yourself into a situation based on your habits, the thing you need to do in the process of reversing the illness is to, re is to correct the habits at the same time. And it's it makes the problem a lot more easy to deal with until you finally got got a handle on it got it under control uh, weight gain is the same thing you know if you go through a weight loss program and do things the right way but you don't learn the new habits of properly preparing foods and what foods to eat and what foods to avoid uh, you lose weight and then you go back to the same old way of doing things guess what if you've always done what you've all, if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you always got. <laughs> you know, uh, you have. If you want to make some changes in your life, you got to make some changes in your life. Is another way of looking at it. Um, and that's one of the things where some people get so set in their ways, they just don't want to do that. They like what they're doing. They're happy, and that's all there is to it. Um, I know people like that. It's very frustrating when they're loved ones. You know what the problem is. You know how to fix the problem. But whatever you try and tell them, they won't listen. And you just finally have to resolve yourself to the fact that it's their body, their life. They're going to do what they're going to do. And why, if, if they're willing to deal with it, why should it bother me? And I know it's tough. You know, I have people that I love and care about that have issues that I know I could easily help them with in reverse. I have a friend at church right now who's had three miscarriages and is going to doctors after doctors, try specialists, trying to figure out what's the, what the problem is. And the problem is she's nutrient deficient. And the trouble is, She's also an essential oils dealer who has been led to believe by their training that essential oils can fix every problem. Well, guess what? <laughs> it can't fix nutritional deficiencies. And that's something that, you know, essential oils, I love oils. They're fantastic plant medicines, but they are plant medicines. They're just the natural form of the crap that the drug dealers, I mean, the hospitals and doctors pass out.
And I, I, I was talking to her mom the other day. And I says, you know, I was, I was, a, I had a, a distributorship for another company years ago, and I let it lapse because number one, Longevity has one of the top essential oils brands on the market. And number two, even though I have a boatload of oils, I never use them. And the reason I never use them is because when I do my supplementation, I'm giving my body what it needs to stay healthy. So, yeah, every once in a while, something might slip through the cracks. So I have the oils and I have other things available, colloidal silver and different things. But I find that I never use this stuff because I never need it, because I never get sick. And I think that it's a much better way to go by simply dealing with the issue in the first place, which is nutritional deficiency. You give your body what it needs, and it'll fix itself. And that's what I do. So I don't need, even though I keep those things on hand just in case, I I might get, I've got some... Uh, uh, essential oils diffusing on my desk right now. I have a little diffuser that I put just poured some water in and put several drops of the oils in and turned it on right before the show started. It's just, I love the smell of this stuff. And at the same time, it disinfects things and that kind of stuff too. But, you know, it's the first time I've done it in weeks. I have this diffuser sitting here all the time, but I hardly ever turn it on. And today I just said, eh, I'm going to turn this thing on. I like the smell of it. But the thing is, that's the closest I've come to using oils in ages. It's you know, I just this one type that I diffuse because I like the smell of it, and it's you know, it's cleaning and you know, disinfecting and all that good stuff. But the thing is, is essential oils are are great plant medicines, but they are medicines that you know, and they're you know, you could spend a lifetime learning oils and which ones for which illnesses and that kind of thing. And I don't have the time to do that. You know, I basically use a broad-spectrum approach. When I take my supplements, and that's the beauty of Wallach's program, is 90 essential nutrients. It's everything that your body needs. And it is fantastic stuff. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, raw honey is still sugar. <laughs> Yeah, you know, if you let honey sit long enough, guess what it does? It turns to sugar, and uh, so it's and it's very concentrated. So, like I said, the best thing to do is avoid having to sweeten everything. Yeah, but that's that's the key. And um, now with the uh, Sweeties, which is the longevity product that's designed to assist. You know, it's designed to be used along with the 90 essential nutrients. So you want uh, either like Ultimate Classic or uh, Ultimate Body Toddy or um, Beyond Tangy Tangerine. Those are the vitamin, mineral, amino acid supplements that we have. Then you also want a um, essential fatty acids, uh, EFAs, omega-3, 6, and 9s, and those are available in a whole bunch of different formats. The Ultimate EFAs, the EFA Plus, the um, Prohoba Omega is another good one. Um, those are great, because, and that's a key thing when it comes to type 2 diabetes because the essential uh, fatty acids are one of the things that help the cell walls maintain proper uh, function 
So, and they also make your help your lungs work too, which is really good. And they're fantastic for the skin, but, um, doing those things. And then the sweeties is something that you take between meals, uh, for the best results. Uh, normally, um, you would do one bottle a month per hundred pounds, which would be four capsules a day per hundred pounds. And the best way to do it would be, you know, if you're eating at say eight, 12 and five, then at about 10 o'clock in the morning, you take two of them and about two to three in the afternoon, you take two of them, but you do it separately from the meals. And that's where we found the best results. If you, uh, if the person weighs upwards over 150 pounds, I'd do two bottles a month and that would be four, um, between meals twice a day or a total of eight. See, I found that when I, when I started on plant-derived minerals, I had more energy, felt much calmer. Uh, the minerals, along with vitamins, amino acids, EFA, has helped the body regulate Generally speaking, but again, when you're, there are certain things, and sweeties, if you look at the uh, um, label on the thing, let me, let me bring that up real quick. It's, got, it's all natural stuff. It's botanicals primarily. But it also has a uh, extra of two particular nutrients, chromium and vanadium. And Wallach usually doesn't even mention what they are because the trouble is when you mention chromium and vanadium, you'll have these people that will immediately run down to the grocery store or the wherever, and they'll buy you know chromium picolinate and vanadyl sulfate. And they'll start taking those two things and thinking that they're going to solve their blood sugar issues. It ain't going to happen. You know, number one, all 90 nutrients are necessary along with the extra secret sauce, we call it, uh, before you're going to start seeing results on those lines. Uh, good enough to reverse, you know, what most people are dealing with. And uh, there we go. Let me get logged in here. Do, 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 do. Uh, come on. There we go. Um, but that's the thing. Uh, and that's one of the reasons Wallet calls them secret sauces. And rather than telling out what it because he used to have people that would do just that. They would think that they could just buy a couple of things and start taking it and have it work. And while they may see some results, it's not going to be anywhere near what it could be. So the best thing to do is use everything proper. They're designed to work synergistically, uh, hand in hand. And I'm just going through all these products and finding the sweeties. And where is it? Do, 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 do. Cleanse FX. It's getting warm. There we are, sweeties. 120 capsules, which, you know, basically the way you work with this stuff, we say a bottle a month per 100 pounds, you just take the amount in the bottle, which in this case is 120, divide it by 30 days, and that's the number you would take per day per 100 pounds, which is four. Now, if you're 200 pounds, then double that, and it would be eight per day. Now, let's look at the supplement facts. First off, you know, Slender Effect Sweeties contains chromium, vanadium, and herbs. 
is a formulated to be used as part of your diet, right? Not as an individual thing. You can't just take this by itself and have it work either. You've got to give your body the 90 nutrients. It's got to have the, the 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, two essential fatty acids. That's the foundation that we build upon. We always start out with the 90 nutrients and then we add in the secret sauces the sweeties for blood sugar the glucogel for soft tissue and bones joints connective tissue that kind of thing uh, and so on but anyway slender effect sweeties is formulated to be used as part of your diet to maintain healthy blood sugar level it features chromium plus time-tested botanicals cinnamon gynema uh, leaf bitter melon fruit uh, and jambolin seed for best results, use Slender Effect Sweeties as part of a full nutritional program that includes Ultimate Classic, Ultimate EFAs, um, suggested use, which they have to do a suggested use. And what we have found is the therapeutic use is totally different. So don't follow the directions on the bottle. When I say, you know, so many bottles per month, that's the therapeutic dose. But yeah, it says chromium from chromium amino acid chelate. Bitter melon extract, cinnamon bark, ginseng root, uh, gymnema extract, leaf, uh, L-aspartic acid, jambolin extract, and vanadium from vanadium acid chelate or vanadyl sulfate, something like that. Um, but those are the things that have been found to help drastically. You have two minerals and then a bunch of botanicals that you don't normally get in your diet that will help get your blood or your, excuse me, your cell walls back to the part, the point where they are uh, semi-permeable membranes again and allowing the uh, glucose to pass through from the blood into the cell gets inside where it can then be metabolized and turned into energy and gotten rid of, you know, clean out the blood. And that's basically what they're doing. You know, it's a simple process, so to speak. <laughs> but again, the biggest thing is is changing habits and mental preparedness for these kind of things. You know, if if someone goes at it with a positive mental attitude that hey, I've I've this makes sense. What I've heard, I believe that it's going to work for me. And I, if I do what I need to do, I'm going to end up in better shape. Those people have great results. And then you have, on the other hand, well, I'll give it a try for 30 days. Quite honestly, if I have somebody that says that, I said, don't waste my time or yours. Because you're not going to get good results. Because you're going at it with a lousy attitude. And if you've been listening to this show for any length of time... You know how much weight I put on positive mental attitude. People have thought themselves to death. You know, guys on the battlefield got hit in the arm with, you know, shrapnel or a bullet and something was totally survivable. But over the years of watching goofy TV shows and whatnot, if they get shot, even if it's in some place like an arm, they believe they're going to die. And they do even though it was a survivable wound, their mind tells them, oh, I've been shot, I must, have, I must die. And there they go. Or the people that get locked in a refrigerator car on a siding on a railroad track 
the refrigerator unit's turned off, the temperature never goes below 50 degrees, but they freeze to death. Not physically, but in their mind. And they die. So you having a positive mental attitude, I know that's one of the reasons I got such great results when I started trying this, because I had been trying so many other things, and nothing ever worked. And then I started listening to what Wallach was saying. I listened to the research he had been through, the experiences, and it just clicked home. It made so much sense. I said, this is good grief. Where has this stuff been all my life? And I knew when I placed my first order, I knew I was going to get good results because I was going to do exactly what he told me to do. If he said to jump up and down on one foot while patting your belly and rubbing your head or vice versa, I would have done that because I believed that Wallach had the answers. And by golly, it worked like a charm for me. Now, I've had other people had the same situations, and for some reason, they just didn't get the results. And a lot of it boiled down to their attitude. We're just going to try this instead of, I know this is going to work. There's a big difference there. And people need to realize that, you know, the mind is a powerful, powerful thing. And it can make all the difference in the outcome when you do stuff. And especially when it comes to physical things. So, um, you know, that's, that's my take on it. That's been my experience. And let's see here. Um... So if you're taking meds along with Sweeties, yeah, basically what happens if you're taking meds, you can, as you're, you know, as you notice the, the blood sugar adjusting downward, you basically cut back on the meds and eventually you'll be off of them totally. Now with things like uh, high blood pressure medication and things like that, a lot of times because the body is it, it's constantly adjusting things. Uh, many times you have to look and see if you if you're trying this stuff and you're not seeing any real changes. Then and and with especially with hypertension meds, um, you have to be careful because some people when they get on the products, especially with they're taking extra calcium, the blood the blood pressure will begin to drop with them. And if they're not careful, if they don't adjust their medications down, they'll end up in a dangerously low blood pressure situation, which can be just as dangerous as high blood pressure. So you have to make sure that you're watching. But in some cases, the, the person's body will adjust and they're not, they don't see any change. And at that point, what I generally recommend to people and what we've seen has worked is after the first 30 days, if you don't really see any change, then you start adjusting your medication down. You cut it in half each week. So if you're taking two pills a week or two pills a day, you'd start, you'd drop it down to one pill a day for a week and see where you go. If the, if the blood pressure doesn't go back up, then the next week you do it again, do half a pill a day for the week. And then a quarter of a pill a day. And pretty soon you're off the stuff. And, you know, because people are different, that one person's body is going to not adjust a lot. It's just going to it's going to drop when the stuff starts working. The other one, the body's going to adjust a little bit. And, you know, and it depends on the medication you're taking and that kind of stuff, too. 
Uh, and this is some place where you want to talk to either your physician, tell them that you're working on a nutritional supplementation program that uh, should eliminate the need for the drugs, what's the best way to wean off of them? Or talk to your pharmacist. You know, pharmacists a lot of times are a little bit more open to that kind of stuff. The doctors, oh, that's not going to work, or you're just going to screw things up, or I'm not going to let you be my patient. You know, no telling what you're going to run into. But um, with diabetes, you know, the people are automatically trained by their doctors that, you know, as your blood sugar goes up and down, you adjust the medications accordingly. So as it starts going down, you just start backing off the meds. And in time, you'll be off of them. And then, you know, just take your time. Just go, once you get off the stuff, make sure everything stays stable. And then you can start slowly adding in some of the sweeteners down the road. But personally, a better choice would be, okay, now I've trained myself to avoid the sweet stuff. Let's just keep doing it. <laughs> and... uh at that point, you're, you're, you know, it's one less thing to worry about. But, yeah, with, with blood sugar issues, um, patients are all, you know, they're automatically told if the blood sugar goes up, you take more meds. If it goes down, you take less. So you just follow that protocol. And uh, as the products start to uh, make everything adjust downward, you just back off the medications. So let's see here. We should be coming up on the break here in just a few seconds. And how did I call that? <laughs> All right, we'll be back in three minutes at the top of the hour. Stick with us. We'll be right back with more Your DIY Health. back to hour number two of today's edition of your diy health here on the truth frequency radio network and um, so far we've been talking about the golden years and then we got uh, on to some questions in the chat room about diabetes and i thought i would play a little clip from uh, the best of dead doctors don't lie by dr wallach and this is a section where he actually covers diabetes so let's listen to this real quick here we go Dr. Wallach, I've been a diabetic for about 30 years. What, can, what kind of minerals should I take to help me? Okay, well, first of all, are you an adult onset type 2 diabetic or are you a juvenile onset type 1 diabetic? Juvenile onset type 1. You are in, insulin dependent because the definition of a juvenile onset type 1 diabetic is that you do not make any insulin, and so you will never be able to wean off of insulin. You will always have to take some insulin. But uh, there are two trace minerals, chromium and vanadium, that will make the insulin that you supplement yourself with very efficient. 
and most people who are juvenile onset type 1 diabetics are able to reduce the amount of insulin they require to stabilize their blood sugar uh, by supplementing with the chromium and vanadium. Normally, a person learns how to adjust their insulin by taking their blood sugar once or twice or three times a day. And so you're taught how to adjust your insulin intake. And just by following what you've been taught, uh, as you supplement with this plant-derived colloidal and the chelated chromium and vanadium, you will be able to get down to a new dosage of uh, your insulin. And the value of taking the whole pig arthritis formula is that there's nothing worse and paying attention to your blood sugar levels and your insulin intake and then dying of a ruptured aneurysm because you didn't su supplement with copper or developing cancer because you didn't supplement with selenium. So it's very important, even though you're a diabetic and that is your primary immediate concern, still over the long haul, uh, being a health-conscious person just out of necessity, uh, you're going to have to supplement with all 90 essential nutrients. And uh, the odds are, even though you're a juvenile onset type 1 diabetic, you have every honest expectation of living to be 100 uh, symptom-free if you do everything right. So even though that was type 1, you know, it's even better with type 2 because you can actually become a former diabetic and get rid of the stuff completely by doing the same thing. Start out with the foundational 90 essential nutrients, add in the secret sauce, the sweeties, and... Um, if you do things properly, if you are consistent, you can easily reverse it and become a former diabetic. Uh, and that's that's one of the beauties. And that's the thing, regardless of what the issue is, it's the same kind of a situation. You know, like I said, the your doctors will tell you, well, that's, it's, it's genetic. It's in your genes. That's why you have it. Well, if that was the case, then you would not be able to do anything to change that. You know, your hair color your eye color, your skin color, those are genetic. Those are in your genes. Those are in your natural makeup. And there's nothing you can do short of, you know, women. <laughs> women change their hair color all the time. But guess what? If you stop coloring your hair, the natural color comes back. You know, that's a different thing. There's nothing you can do to change your natural hair color except continue on the pathway of not getting in the, the proper nutrients and then your hair color will go from blonde or brown or black or whatever it is to gray and ultimately to white because you don't have enough copper and you don't then produce the pigmentation to color and make your hair the normal color but you can't change your hair color your skin color your eye color without some sort of chemical intervention that's because it's genetic now, if my blood pressure was genetic, you know, because my, both my parents had high blood pressure, therefore it's genetic. I'm going to get it too. No, it's not genetic. It's habit. I learned to eat what I eat based on living with my parents my entire life. They did the wrong things, which gave them the product of the wrong things, which was hypertension. I did the wrong things, too, because I lived with them and I learned from them. And guess what? You do the wrong things the same on a regular basis, and you're going to get the same problems that your parents did. It's not genetic. It's just the habits you've formed. And I can prove it because if it was genetic, I wouldn't be able to change my blood pressure. But within 30 days of stopping the bad foods 
and given my body the 90 essential nutrients that it needed to stay healthy, my blood pressure went from 185 over 120 to 99 over 77. Because it's not genetic, it's nutritional. And when you put the nutrition back that's missing, the problem goes away. Simple situation. <laughs> and it works like a charm. The key is whether or not the individual will do what's necessary, make the changes in their lives, change the habits, and do what they need to do to get what they need to get. You know, it's a matter of being driven, as Unplug mentioned earlier, uh, you know, willpower. Willpower goes so far when it comes to hunger, that's a different story. You know, weight loss, you can only go willpower so far. You know, you can only not eat certain things for so long and do this and do that. And that's one of, one of the big problems. You know, you can go on a starvation diet. But unless, you know, if there is food around, a starvation diet will only work so long because your body will not allow you to starve yourself. Sooner or later, no matter how strong you think your will is, you're going to give in because the body is going to tell you, you got to eat. It's not what you eat, or, or it's not, you know, in many cases, not how much, but what, and, you know, the timing and everything else that's involved. But um, the key, you know, if you want to lose weight, the best way to do it, and this is something I always talk about usually after the first of the year, but since we're on that topic, uh, weight loss, again, is mineral nutritional deficiency. You know, if, um, and this is something that uh, Wallach proved again as a large animal veterinarian, um, he learned from dealing with steers primarily in animal, animal husbandry, you know, number one, a farmer wants to keep his young steers healthy while they're growing. So they put them on a mineral-rich diet that keeps them from having any kind of a health problem. And because of that, they don't have the vet constantly coming out. Because if the vet was constantly coming out and they had all kinds of bills for him, then he wouldn't make a profit. So they put them on a mineral-rich diet, which keeps them healthy. And then the last you know six weeks to six months, whatever, before they go to market, they take them off that mineral-rich diet, which makes them ravenous hungry and then they put them on a whole grain diet which produces that fat because grains make you fat <laughs> simple as that and when your doctor says eat whole grains and exercise that is a recipe for disaster if, if they're trying to tell you to do that for weight loss because the whole grains will fatten you up real nice and uh, they'll keep you there um, the last thing you want to do is eat grains if you want to lose weight but anyway, they take you off the, the, the mineral-rich diet. They put you on whole grains, which gives a nice uh, fat and marbling and the meats and things. And basically, that's how they get a, a steer fat for market. So what do you do if you want to reverse that process? If you want to make someone slim instead of fat, guess what? You get them off the grains, the starchy carbohydrates, and you get them on a mineral-rich diet, the 90 essential nutrients. When I started taking this stuff, I weighed 240 pounds. And within the first two months of simply cutting out the bad food and taking the 90 essential nutrients, I dropped 24 pounds without even thinking. It just fell off. 
I could not work out because my knees were so screwed up. You know, I couldn't walk. <laughs> I basically sat at my desk and lost weight. Imagine that. And then when I went on our, once I neutrified my body, you know, once you get your body loaded up with the stuff, then you can go on a uh, restricted calorie diet. And I was eating, on average, 500 calories a day total. I had a cup of coffee for breakfast. I had some cottage cheese and a hard-boiled egg or something for and, a, and an apple for lunch. And in, in the evening, I would have uh, three ounces of uh, beef, usually cooked, uh, you know, like hamburger or something, cooked uh, medium rare, um, three ounces of a vegetable of some sort, and three ounces of a fruit. And I could have any number of things. We could have lobster or whatever. You just couldn't do the same thing uh, two days in a row or twice in the same day. And in doing that, I lost another 46 pounds for a total of 70. And I've caught and kept most of it off because I maintained, you know, the, the problem I have. My wife went through it with me and she didn't learn the habit changes and went right back to cooking the same way she used to and kind of drug me kicking and screaming. <laughs> uh, but I went, um, I went down to 175 and right now I'm right at, uh, at 200. So I gained a little bit back, but that's been since 19 or 2013, eight years. And when most people go through a diet, they lose the weight and within six months they've gained it all back and then some. So I made it eight years and I still don't have the, you know, the belly that I used to have. It was so bad. I couldn't see my feet when I was standing up. If I looked down, all I saw was belly. Now, even eight years later, I look down and if my shirt's tucked in, I can see my belt buckle. I don't have that paunch that hangs over anymore because that, you know, if you got a beer belly, it's from one of two things. It's either from beer <laughs> or it's from bread. Because bread is just nothing more than, you know, or beer is liquid bread <laughs> is the best way of putting it. That's what Wallet calls it. Same basic stuff. You know, it's, it's grains liquefied. And uh, if you're drinking beer a lot, you get that belly from all the carbs. And if you aren't drinking beer, which I stopped at years and years and years ago, but I love bread. And I, I could, I had a homemade, you know, my bread maker, I can make a, a loaf of bread and I'd sit down with a, a stick of butter and a jar of uh, homemade jelly and half an hour it was all gone. <laughs> and that's where my belly came from. And I stopped doing that stuff and within 40 days I stopped eating the grains and my belly just melted away and went from not being able to see my feet to looking straight down and seeing my, my belt buckle again. And that was so nice. And I've maintained that because I I will eat bread from time to time, but very, very sparingly. Uh, nowhere near like I used to. And that made a big difference. But uh, it's just changing your habits and getting to a point where you can deal with, you know, your particular situation. Uh, paleo, meats and veggies. Well, the best diet really is... One that most people have no, you know, the, the ketogenic diet, which is 75% fat, 20% protein, uh, protein, and 5% non-starchy carbohydrates, green vegetables, things like that. 
And the one lacking thing in the keto diet that makes it something that you can sustain and do indefinitely is nutrition, the 90 essential nutrients. Without the 90 essential nutrients, the keto diet is very difficult to do. But for someone with any kind of neurodegenerative diseases, um, things like uh, multiple sclerosis, ALS, uh, amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, or Lou Gehrig's disease, um, Parkinson's, um, uh, um, uh, what's the uh, main thing I'm looking at? Um, oh, shoot, epilepsy. Epilepsy is a rather interesting situation, and the best thing in the world for epilepsy is the ketogenic diet, or for any of those things, because what's happening is you're having um, the insulation on your nerves, the myelin sheath is degrading. And it depends on where in the body it's degrading that determines which particular disease you are given the name for, whether it's multiple sclerosis or ALS or Parkinson's. Um, but the bottom line, they're all pretty much the same thing otherwise. It's your demyelinating of the, of the nerves. And it's like taking the, elect the insulation off the wiring in your house. You know, sooner or later, you're going to have a short circuit and a fire. And that's what's going on in people that have this problem and where doctors will put you on every drug imaginable first. Then when nothing works, they'll say, well, you could try the ketogenic diet when in fact that's what works virtually every time. They get on that thing and their seizures drop like crazy. They go back to virtual normal. Um, but the thing is, is you've got to have the nutrition to back it up. If you do those things together, you're going to have a great situation. And it's also a situation that's fantastic for weight loss because the key with the ketogenic diet is you actually get your body to the point where it is burning fat for energy rather than sugar. And that makes all the difference in the world. And people that are doing the ketogenic diet properly, if you're given the, especially the 90 nutrients along with it, because you're given the minerals that the body's looking for to stay healthy and that's why you know why people gain weight in the first place because their nutrient deficiency is uh, especially in minerals and even though you know that's why you can go to olive garden or someplace and eat 2000 calories and by the time you get home you got your head in the fridge looking for a snack because there was nothing of any nutritional value in all that food you ate and that's what your body's looking for it's looking for those nutrients as opposed to some protein, some fat, and some carbs. That's why when you get your body nutrified, you can then go to a 500-calorie-a-day diet and never be hungry. I was absolutely amazed when I was doing that, you know, doing my nutrition every day and having 500 calories and never being hungry. It was so interesting and so amazing. But, yeah, the, um, the ketogenic diet is a fantastic way to go. But you must do the nutrition along with it. And you'll find that it will help with all kinds of different things, especially with weight loss. It's just amazing for that. So uh, hopefully that covered things up and we'll we'll hit more of that after the first of the year you know after the great weight gaining season of the year <laughs> uh it's kind of funny and um 
I want to play, since I talked a little bit about my friend that's got the um, situation with uh, infertility and miscarriages and whatnot, uh, I want to play this section about in, uh, pregnancy and birth defects from Wallach's dead, Best of Dead Doctors Don't Lie. Here we go. My next question is, my husband and I are thinking about starting a family and we want to know the, the nutritional way to go. Okay, that's a great question. People always ask me, when, when do children need to start taking vitamins and minerals? And the answer is, when they're still an egg is when you want to start them. And so uh, we've learned in the animal industry, and remember I'm a veterinarian as well as a physician, we've learned in the animal industry that we could prevent as much as 98% of all birth defects, even ones that are thought to be genetic in humans, simply by giving the females, especially the females, all known essential nutrients for that species six months prior to conception build up that female animal's body and stores of these essential nutrients so that the embryo implants in the uterine wall and develops in an environment that has optimal amounts, guaranteed optimal amounts of all the nutrients, and you will almost eliminate the possibility of a congenital birth defect related to a mineral or vitamin or amino acid or essential fatty acid deficiency. To give you some idea of how successful this is, according to the University of California, San Francisco, right now in America, one out of every 33 human babies in America are born with some physical or emotional or mental birth defect. One out of 33. In animals, it's only one out of 500,000 if they're fed these commercial diets that have all the known nutrients in them. And so it's just very, very easy to understand, well, if we supplement young women and men who are in the childbearing years with these nutrients, that we'll be able to eliminate, totally eliminate, cleft palates, cleft lips, spina bifida, eye defects, heart defects, hernias of various types, club feet, no feet, web fingers and toes, no fingers and toes, uh, muscular dystrophy, Down syndrome, cerebral palsy, cystic fibrosis. These are all preventable with proper preconception nutrition. So the earlier that a couple who wants to uh, have normal, healthy children and have a, a wonderful, uncomplicated pregnancy, the earlier you can get on all 90 essential nutrients prior to conception, the better off everybody is. Hello, Dr. Wallach. The women in my family are plagued with hay fever and asthma and allergies, and I don't want to join those ranks. Is there a better way? Absolutely. Uh, let's start with asthma. It's the easiest one to deal with. Asthma is actually a deficiency of three nutrients, magnesium, manganese, and the essential fatty acids. And by taking the pig arthritis formula twice a day, you're going to get the optimal amounts of the plant-derived colloidal and the chelated magnesium and manganese. And then by taking the minimum daily requirement, the nine grams of the essential fatty acids, and those three nutrients together, the magnesium, manganese, and the essential fatty acids, will allow you to produce what's called prostaglandins. Prostaglandins are little short-lived hormones that last in your bloodstream 30 seconds, 60 seconds, and your body is continuously making them kind of rapid fire. And when you don't have those three nutrients, you cannot make the proper prostaglandins to keep your bronchi and your trachea open and that's when you develop asthma and it's very common when people take all 90 essential nutrients including the magnesium and manganese and the essential fatty acids within weeks or months the tightness this constant tightness in their chest is significantly reduced or maybe even totally relieved the frequency and the severity of their asthma attacks is reduced I would certainly still keep an inhaler available until she, you know, in case you had some unexpected emergency, kind of like wearing your seatbelt. Even though you're on a smooth flight, and you, you're not going to uh, anticipate sudden turbulence. You need to be pre prepared for emergencies, but um, you have every honest expectation of doing very well. 
then as far as inhalant allergies from dust and pollens and uh, seasonal ones from dust and pollens and maybe constant ones from danders and cats and dogs and chickens and feathers and your pillows and that kind of thing. Uh, maybe even chemicals that come out of rugs and formica and new cars like formaldehyde and other chemicals. Um, you want to get your immune system working optimally so it can protect you from these things because most people are able to tolerate them. And what happens is when your immune system doesn't have enough nutrition to function optimally, uh, you become a victim of these things assaulting you all the time. And so what you want to do is, number one, take all 90 essential nutrients. So your immune system, which includes your liver and your spleen, your tonsils and your appendix, uh, your thymus, uh, your um, white blood cells, which include the neutrophils and the lymphocytes and the uh, killer T cells and so forth. Also, you have eosinophils and basophils. You have neutrophils. All of these are white blood cells. You have albumins and globulins, which are the, the um, immune proteins. You have antibodies themselves. You have your digestive system, your skin, your tears, the mucus in your body. All of that requires 90 essential nutrients to produce this immune system, which is not just your killer T cells. Uh, it, it includes all of these tissues and, and cells and organs of your body. Uh, also, if you have these types of problems, you want to get uh, some of these HEPA filters uh, at your workplace, in your home, when you sleep. You can get the ones that you plug in your car. You want to eat as much organically grown food as possible. You want to drink filtered uh, waters. You want to get as much chemicals out of your diet as possible and to reduce this pressure on your immune system. If you have food allergies, you want to have a five-day rotation diet. You want to take the enzyme, which has the pepsin, and the betaine hydrochloride, which will help a person digest the proteins down into single amino acid. And it's the proteins and the allergens, such as danders and foods and pollens and dust, that cause the, the uh, allergies and even can initiate an attack of asthma. I'm going to do one last segment here about the safety of supplements, because a lot of times people ask about that, too. So here we go. Thank you. You're very welcome. Is it possible that you can take too much? Well, it's a great question because people are concerned about overdosing with vitamins and minerals. The general answer is that if you look at the medical profession, according to the Center for Disease Control, Harvard Medical School, the U.S. News and World Report, Ralph Nader, Sidney Wolf, Rand Corporation, and many, many other well-respected institutions, they say that doctors kill 150,000 to 300,000 Americans each year in hospitals alone as a result of medical negligence. Doctors injure 1.3 million Americans each year in hospitals alone as a result of medical negligence. And doctors infect 2 million Americans alone in hospitals as a result of medical negligence for a total of 3.5 million casualties inflicted on the American public each year in hospitals just as, as a result of medical negligence. On the other side of this picture, there's not a single person who's overdosed in vitamins and minerals and trace minerals uh, to the point where they have to be hospitalized or anything bad happened. And so when you compare the safety of vitamins and minerals and trace minerals and compared with standard medical procedures, it's enormously safe. And that's why I'm so excited about nutrition and the pig arthritis formula and the plant-derived colloidal minerals, and that's the direction I'd go. Dr. Wallach, my 16-year-old... Okay. Um, yeah, I'm Flug just putting a, it's about 800,000 800, iatrogenic deaths now. I said, yeah, this recording was made back in the early 90s. So... Um, if you go to my website uh, under the uh, support info, the top of the page, you'll see the uh, uh, a free PDF download called Death by Medicine. And it shows that, um, and this was several years ago that it was written, 
um, 780,000 to a million people a year die at the hands of MDs, either through, like he was saying, you know, properly or improperly to prescribe medication, botched surgeries, all, you know, post-surgical infections, all that kind of stuff. If you were involved with a physician, an MD in one way or form and you died, it's figured in there. And now uh, cancer is all by itself because you get that many deaths just from, you know, the, the treatments of, of uh, cancer. And that's the thing what people don't realize, and it still applies here. You know, you have people that have cancer that are killed by the treatments, and now you have people that have COVID that are killed by the treatments. They're not killed by the disease. It's the, it's the, it's the, it's the cure. Anyway, stick with us. We'll be back with the last segment of today's edition of Your DIY Health here in about three minutes. We'll be right back. Pharmaceutical drug guys just can't get enough They don't care if you live or you die Long as they get their piece of pie Mmm, my, my, my They convinced you it's the right drug for you But they didn't tell you what your liver goes through And just because some MD said jump Body became a toxic well, welcome back to the last segment of today's edition of Your DIY Health here on the Truth Frequency Radio Network. And um, let's see, he says, Unplug uh, says, I've been seeing posts on Telegram lately from people who have used the cancer protocols from the folks at Truth About Cancer and have used Fembendazole, etc. Yep. Fembendazole is fantastic for cancer. Um, if uh, one of the best videos I've seen, if you go on YouTube and do a search for Joe Tippin's interview by um, or on uh, Temple Wellness Found or Templeton Wellness Foundation, James Templeton uh, had cancer and got rid of it naturally years ago and has set up a wellness foundation where he's been interviewing different people. And a few years back, he interviewed Joe Tippins, who is the one that really brought out the uh, fenbendazole, uh, which is a dog warmer or cat. You know, it's basically used for uh, anything from goldfish to, to elephants. But um, it is a pharmaceutical that's been around for years and years and years. And, um, has been known for the last 40 plus years to cure cancer of virtually all types. The thing is, it's only approved for animal use. So the doctors, even if they were aware of it, couldn't say anything. And on top of that, wouldn't say anything because if they, if people knew that they could use a $10 a box, uh, dog warmer for, you know, 12 weeks, and uh, get rid of their cancer. Imagine what that would do to the multi-billion-dollar-a-year cancer industry. <laughs> yeah, it would just knock them right out of the park. You know, which is something that needs to be done. But because there's billions and billions and well trillions of dollars made in this kind of thing over over long periods of time, they're not about to uh, let the word out. 
So the, the MDs will continue to offer surgeries and radiation and chemotherapy, all of which are worthless for treating cancer, generally speaking. Because when you cut out a tumor, you are not cutting out the cancer. It's merely a symptom of the systemic problem that you have throughout your body. And it's, a, it's years of doing the wrong thing. And cancer is self-inflicted either by the person themselves or by their parents. You know, when I was little, I say this all the time, when I was little, I knew one person from the time I you know, grew up till you know, I reached 18, I knew one person that had cancer. Uh, a child cancer, a uh, young lady who was two years ahead of me in school, um, Claudia Roars, beautiful young lady, uh, had um, uh, leukemia and passed away her, I think it was her sophomore year in high school. Just an absolute shame. And she's the only person I knew of my entire uh, growing up years that had a childhood cancer. Now, look where we're at today. And it's primarily because of the parents being nutrient deficient when they were pregnant with the child. And the child grew up, you know, basically predisposed because of all the crap in the food, crap in the water, crap in the air. And just they don't have what they need to maintain a proper immune system. And they, you know, get screwed up and they end up with cancer. And... That's one of the things that Dr. Wallach was alluding to originally when the, the young lady was asking about pregnancy and birth defects. And what we have found is the people that follow that protocol, where both mom and pop are on um, the 90 essential nutrients for six months prior to conception, that the babies are without 100% of the time, they are born perfectly normal, um, no birth defects. Uh, on the top of the development charts, I mean, just miles ahead of other children born at the same time. We see that, all, we call them mineral babies. And I've been around longevity long enough that I've known people that uh, I have one of my distributors in Illinois. His uh, daughter has a baby like that. Uh, she's been on, she was on the supplements long before uh, uh, she got pregnant. And stayed on them during the pregnancy. And uh, the baby has been on the supplements, like Doc said, since he was an egg. And the child has never been vaccinated, has never been sick. No runny nose, no snotty face, little kids or anything. They're perfectly healthy and are miles ahead of kids that are born the same time when it comes to the development uh, schedules and all the junk that the pediatricians have. And the big thing is they never go to the doctor. They don't go to well checkups and all that junk. That's the stupidest thing you ever come from. You know, you go. it's bad enough to go to the doctor when you're sick. They're probably going to make you worse off. But when you go to the doctor when you're well, now there's that's something that's just asking for problems. And uh, to uh, unplug says, has Doc Wallach ever commented on fembendazole? Not to my knowledge. I've never heard anybody ask him about it, and I've never heard him ever volunteer anything about it either. Um, and it's not surprising because his big thing is nutrition. If you give the body the nutrition that it's designed to use, you're not going to get cancer in the first place. And if you give the body nutrition when you have cancer, the cancer will go away. 
it literally is the best way to get rid of cancer is give the body the nutrition it needs to stay healthy. And we've seen that over and over again. I have personally met people who had um, stage four pancreatic cancer, which generally speaking, if you're dealing with MDs, that is a 100% death sentence. You are going to die. And I've seen people where they were told by their doctors, go home, get your affairs in order. And instead, they went home, they got on board with longevity supplementation, and 90 days later, they're totally cancer-free. And years and years later, they're in perfect health, everything is fine. And, um, yeah, you can turn cancer. You know, basically, when, when the body doesn't have what it needs to stay healthy, uh, the cells can mutate, and the mutation is cancer. When you put the nutrition back, you can turn it off, and it goes back to normal. It's as simple as that. And some of the things that you can do, one of the big things is uh, one of the main minerals that helps with this is selenium. Uh, Doc's done research that shows that simply uh, supplementing with 200 micrograms of selenium a day will reduce the occurrence of breast cancer by 82 or 84%, um, colorectal cancer by, I think it's like 69%. Um, Goodness gracious, uh, liver can uh, um, uh, lung cancer by 40%, even if you smoke. And it's just absolutely amazing the anti cancer nature of selenium, which is in all our products. And we also sell it separately so you can get extra if you want. And it also includes copper, which they bet those two minerals balance each other out. If you have too much of one, you'll end up with too little of the other. So we've got them both in there in the right amounts. And uh, copper is the thing that deals with two primary things, is pigmentation and flexibility of the soft tissue, like your blood vessels, your skin, and things like that. And um, it's a fantastic uh, thing that, you know, we've seen people that have white hair that they start taking this stuff, and in no time they start having uh, their hair turns black or, you know, goes back to its normal color. And uh, it's rather interesting to watch because a lot of times it's it's not uniform. It'll start like at the back of the neck and work over the top of your head, you know, kind of like Pepe Le Pew in reverse. Um, <laughs> it's kind of weird. But uh, anyway, fantastic stuff. And, uh, yeah, don't race for the cure. Take selenium. <laughs> And that's one of the things that, you know, is so disgusting. You see all these groups out there like, you know, the Susan G. Komen Foundation or um, the Cancer Society and all these other things. If you go to them and show them that, hey, look, if we simply give people, uh, you know, a couple hundred bucks worth of nutrition a month, uh, we'll eliminate cancer. And you would think that the Cancer Society would be all about that. Oh, yeah, we got to educate people about this. Nope, that's the last thing they want. Because if you get rid of cancer, they're out of a job. And we found this with the MD Association, Muscular Dystrophy. Back in 2011, Doc sent a whole bunch of case histories to Jerry Lewis. Said, hey, Jerry, you know, we've been reversing muscular dystrophy for years. Here's a whole bunch of case histories you can look at. Kids that were in their wheelchairs their whole life, and six months after they get on the supplements, they're playing basketball. You know, stuff like that. 
And so we just want, you know, they're your kids. We want you to have the chance to make the announcement. Jerry gets all excited, goes to the MD association. You would think they'd be all over it. And says, oh, you're fired, Jerry. Made him sign a non-disclosure agreement, put him on a round-the-world cruise, and he was nowhere around the U.S. on Labor Day, so people couldn't ask him why he wasn't doing the um, uh, telethons anymore. And it's just unbelievable. Uh, and now, yeah, like uh, Unplugged saying in the chat room, the MD community has lost virtually any credibility they had uh, with all this crap with the pandemic because the ones that are going along with the party line and saying that, oh, yeah, you got to take your injection and there's, you know, these uh, things that have been proven to work like I ivermectin and budesonide and hydroxychloroquine, oh, that's all bad, so that could kill you, even though they've been personally you know, prescribing it to hundreds and hundreds of patients for, you know, years and years and years, some of the safest drugs out there. And all of a sudden, because it takes money out of the pockets of big pharma and, and Fauci, uh, we have to demonize it. And there are several good books out there that talk about it. The most recent one that I'm reading right now is the real Anthony Fauci. And it just shows the hand at that little Ferengi puke has uh, had in this whole pandemic, not only from planning it for years and years, but demonizing all the drugs that would basically eliminate the problem from the face of the earth very quickly and easily. And instead, you know, he's pushing these stupid toxic injections to basically kill people. And that's the mm -hmm. disgusting part of it. And it's kind of a segue <laughs> right into where we're going to go. Cause like I said, I, normally we talk about the pandemic and everything, the whole show, but here we've relegated it to like the last 20 minutes. And, uh, I thought it would be nice to talk about some natural health things and, you know, how you can actually, you know, the bottom line, how you can enjoy your, the golden years and two things. Number one, getting on the nutrition so that your body is not hooked on drugs forever so that you can, when you retire, you know, I don't, I have no concerns at all. I'm going to get on my boat and I'm going to sail without any worries about whether I can have, you know, health insurance or this or that, you know, health insurance is one of the worst things that ever happened to health in this country, because when someone else is determining who gets paid, what, you know, you no longer have control of your health. That's why I don't care about health insurance. The only thing I want is something that if I get run over by a bus or get an arm rip off, from, you know, by my PTO on my tractor, uh, you know, I want something that can deal with the trauma. As far as the other stuff, I'll never use it. I could care less. You know, it's money wasted because I'll never go to an MD for a chronic health issue. Number one, because I do stuff to keep me from ever having a chronic health issue. <laughs> I don't have them anymore now that I got rid of my MD and got rid of my uh, the, the stupid stuff they were pushing and just started giving my body the nutrition it needed. And my boat will be stocked with the stuff, so I'll have plenty to go. And I'll, you know, get someplace once a year where I can restock, you know, and I'll be good. But... Uh, yeah, I'm just looking at some of the vaccines, and I'm using the term loosely, are now exterminating oblivious Democrats while illegal immigrants are protected from vaccines so they can replace the dead Democrats. Isn't that special? 
you know, the Democrats are willingly lining up and rolling up their sleeves and taking these jabs and, and then, you know, cussing out all the people that refuse to take them and then call them stupid. And then they die from taking the jabs. Uh, and then you've got all the, the people walking across the southern border who are not being forced to take these things. And they're just going to, you know, come in and replace the ones that died from the jabs. Eventually, they'll be part of the process and they'll just keep recycling. And that's how the Democrats will try and they think they're going to stay in office that way. <laughs> I got big surprise coming for them. Fauci is Gestapo chief regime will mandate COVID injections if hardcore group of patriots continue refusing the jab. Just for the fun of it. Let's look at this real quick. A little puke. I hate that guy. Last year, when the then President Donald Trump's, uh, I hate these pop ups, <laughs> Operation uh, Warp Speed was producing three new COVID 19 injections in record time. The nation's chief immunologist, Dr. Anthony the Ferengi Fauci, was among several Democrats who claimed truthfully that the federal government had no authority to mandate them. Yeah, but what happened over the year? Now, we're not big fans of vaccines around here whatsoever, as our longtime readers know. But the thinking during the previous administration was if there were vaccines to take, a lot of Americans would be and or would and may and we'd maybe get through this pandemic faster. Right or wrong, that was Trump's motivation behind the rapid development program. <laughs> we hope injections would really come come in handy, Fauci said. But when it came to the question over whether or not they could or would become mandatory for all Americans, the chief immunologist and head of the National Institute of Allergies and Infectious Diseases resolutely said, no, not yet, <laughs> is what he really should have meant. You don't want to mandate and try to force anyone to take a vaccine. We've never done that, uh, said Fauci, a member of the White House Coronavirus Tax Force, during a video that uh, pulled video chief pulled or chat pulled together by George Washington University. You can mandate for certain groups of people like healthcare workers. No, you can't. But the general population, you can't. You can't mandate it for anybody lawfully. Anyway, more than uh, than more than he's a doctor these wait a minute, more than he's a doctor these days. Fauci is a functionary and a bureaucrat who is well aware of what is and is not permissible public policy in our constitutional republic. So he gave the right answer. Yeah. That was then, however, when we had a president who revered, respected, and followed the Constitution. Today, we have a puppet in the Oval Office whose regime is run by a pack of Marxist authoritarians, who, so the authoritarian in, in Fauci is now coming out as well regarding COVID injections. The Information Libertarian notes. White House Chief of Me Chief Medical Advisor Anthony Fauci said over the weekend that the Biden regime is going to mandate everyone, including children, take big pharma's experimental shots if they're not persuaded to take them and called for banning Americans from flying, going to work, college, and school if they refuse to submit. Well, look what they're doing in other countries in Austria, Australia, New Zealand. 
New York now is considering legislation that would give the governor with the stroke of a pen the ability to lock up indefinitely anyone who's uninjected. Just the insanity of all this stuff is amazing. The move comes just days after Fauci said Americans will need to take a third booster shot to be considered fully injected. Yeah. We have a pretty hardcore group of people that we're trying to persuade or mandate them if they're not persuaded to get injected, Fauci said the American um, told the Association of LGBTQ Journalists on Sunday. He went on to say that getting that recalcitrant group uh, injected is going to be the key to ending this pandemic. Baloney it is. They're just lying through their teeth. It's just constantly building it up and continuing it. All these variants are coming from the people that have been injected. But then quickly uh, walked back and sat and said instead that vaccinating that group would be would just cut down on infections. <laughs> no, we continue to grow them. What a political hack. So we have about 75 million people who are eligible to be injected who have not yet gotten injected. That's the key to ending this, Fauci said. I mean, that would be the key. Um, you would cut down dramatically the number of infections if we got the overwhelming majority of that recalcitrant group injected. Well, why is it that the so-called Omicron variant is showing up 80% injected people. So if we get more people injected, we're going to have even more Omicron. We'll be. <laughs> Doctor, you can't mandate injections. Also said uh, last week that he uh, supports mandatory vaccinations for any Americans who want to freely travel on airplanes or by rail or other forms of mass transit. During a recent interview with CNN, the Dr. Tyrant also said, at the end of the day, vaccination is about your health. <laughs> yeah, destroying it. And whether you want pro that protection or not. I want protection, and I had it in my immune system. I don't need no stupid injections. It really doesn't impact me or anyone else, he said, saying that the false claim of uh, criticism of Florida Governor Ron DeSantis who is moving or mostly allowing his residents to make their own choices. I hate this word allowing. It's not the governor's job to allow or disallow. It's the governor's job to work for the people and respect their God-given constitutionally guaranteed rights. Period. My employees don't allow me to do something. My employees respect me and who I am or I fire them. And that's what these little schmucks think. You know, they have turned everything upside down. They think they're in charge when actually they're nothing more than paid employees and they're way overpaid. Yeah. Anyway, if he feels that injections are not important for people, that they're just important for some people, that's completely incorrect, Fauci said about DeSantis. Screw him. <laughs> Fauci, that is. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. Can proper nutrition restore the blood of those who have been jabbed back to its normal state? I honestly believe that's the case. 
from things that I have seen and heard, you know, I, one of the things, you know, I keep going back to is years ago, Dr. Glidden on one of his radio shows was talking about, he was one of the first naturopathic physicians ever to use EDTA chelation to get heavy metals out of people's bodies. And that was before he started working with Dr. Wallach and Longevity. And when he did, he decided to do some testing. So if he had a new patient that came to him wanting to do chelation, he'd do a blood test on them, check them and make sure, you know, see what kind of heavy metals they had. And then instead of doing the chelation, he put them on a 90-day regimen of the 90 essential nutrients. And at the end of 90 days, in most cases, they do another test and all the heavy metals were gone. And what he concluded was, you know, when you're nutrient deficient, your body doesn't have what it needs to take out the trash. But when you put the nutrition back, the body starts working the way it is. The elimination system is able to get rid of all the heavy metals and toxins and stuff that normally would have required help through the EDTA chelation. So in my, you know, this is just my assumption, opinion, whatever you want to look at, that basically when you give the body the nutrients that it needs to stay healthy, it will take out the trash. It will get rid of the things that are foreign to it. And the, you know, the stuff that's in these injections could very easily be taken out and gotten rid of. Now, whether that's true, time will tell, but I don't know if we'll find, you know, what we may have to wait and see is it might be what's kept Wallach alive because on, on, Characteristically, he he has received the COVID injections because he wanted to be able to continue traveling. And it could well be that, you know, especially, I mean, he's 80, I think 84, 85 years old. So he's prime candidate for, you know, if you give one of these, you know, full force inject injections to anybody else, chances are at his age, it would kill him. And because he's been taking these supplements to the level he has, and I, I know what he takes, and I've seen him do it. I've sat at the dinner table and watched him taking all of his nutrients and stuff. And um, it could well be that because he has been neutrified, that this shot that normally would have killed any other 85-year-old bounced right off of him. And I think that's a good possibility. And he would be the perfect test case because I don't know of any other people that are taking the longevity supplements that were silly enough to take the stupid shots. <laughs> but the fact that at his age, he took it and hasn't had any problems that I'm aware of, um, I'd say that it's probably a good safe bet that that's what the stuff does. Now, again, can't say it, but you know, I'm, that's my assumption. And that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> so we are just about out of time. So we'll be back the Thursday morning, same bat time, same bat channel. Make sure that you take care of your bodies because the only place you have to live. And you can join me at 1 p.m. Eastern today on uh, Eurofolk Radio Network. And we'll continue on over there. But uh, otherwise, we'll see you on Thursday. Take care. God bless.